in the name of God, our mother, our brother, and our friend. Amen. Please be seated. This Christmas story tells itself. Amen. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) You all know I don't preach that short. It's a story that most of us have heard at least once a year on this very night for our entire lives, probably. It's one that most people who identify as Christians no matter how strongly, can recognize from a mere few words drawn out of context. If you hear any of these lines plucked out of a stranger's conversation, in those days a decree went out. In that region there were shepherds living in the field, a child wrapped in bands of cloth and lying in a manger. If you heard any of those lines or any other from this second chapter of Luke, you know what it's about. The narrative of the birth of the Christ child. If someone can only hear Linus's voice reciting his monologue, and the angel said unto them, fear not, for behold, I bring unto you good tidings of great joy which shall be to all people. If that's all they hear, they probably know enough about the context of a Charlie Brown Christmas (laughs) to know that it's about the good news of Jesus' birth. And that's why we all come to church for Christmas, right? Because we want to hear some good news. And that good news is that to you is born this day in the city of David a Savior who is the Messiah, the Lord. The angel says to the shepherds, to you is born. And not just to all y'all, but to you personally, and you personally, and you personally. To you is born a savior. And what other good news can there be? To you is born a savior. To you, a shepherd who lives in the field and sleeps with the sheep. Who is more forgotten in society? Who is more ignored and less valued? who is more neglected by the powerful people of society, even though the shepherd's work keeps everyone fed and warm. But it's the shepherd and the shepherdess that is invited to the child's bedside. To him is born the savior. To her, the angel appears saying, do not be afraid or how I would translate it in my amateur biblical Greek skills, let go of your fear. 
back to Linus Van Pelt. What's the first thing you think of when you think of Linus? Blanket. That was the correct answer. <laughs> if you had said something different, we'd have to try again. I don't know. Have you ever noticed that in a Charlie Brown Christmas, can you tell I watched that last night? As he's reciting his lines, he gets to, and the angel said unto them, fear not. He drops his blanket. Stephanie says, no. <laughs> it happens. I would show you the clip if I had the technological means. He drops his blanket. Linus says, fear not, and releases his security blanket. The one thing we know him by that sets him apart from all of the other peanuts. And he lets it go. He does later pick it up. <laughs> but the shepherds, like Linus, let go of their fear. The teenage mother let go of her fear. Her betrothed let go of his fear. Because such fear makes us cling to something that only brings temporary peace and hope. And this, too, is good news. Because to you is born a savior, the prince of peace, the Christ child who was born in an upper room and was visited by the outsiders, the marginalized, brought into the world a peace that the world so desperately craved. And the good news of Jesus' gospel is peace, even to the end. What does Jesus say to his friends when they lock themselves in the upper room after he is crucified and laid in the tomb? Peace be with you. Peace. 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 It's all about peace. It is in Jesus' life and ministry that we discover what a peaceable kingdom can look like. What a world that runs on peace, that is both outward and inward but peace that is also onward. And we come to church on this holy night to hear the good news of peace. Perhaps because we can't seem to find it anywhere else. We come to church to hear again the same story that we all know that tells us that peace is possible. Peace that's possible because unto you, and you, and you, and you, is born a savior. You can release your fear and experience a new messianic peace. Such peace that Isaiah describes when the prophet writes, the wolf shall live with the lamb, the shepherd, I'm sorry, the leopard, shall lie down with the kid and the calf and the lion will feed together and a little child will lead them. The natural foes 
will no longer perform the dance of predation. So the greater, the stronger, the faster, the wiser can thrive off of the consumption of the lesser, the weaker, the slower, the blind, the lame, the meek. Darkness will be overtaken by peace and battle tanks will turn to dust. And maybe we imagine that peace is over that next hill and then the New York Times app sends us a notification that the war mongering in Gaza is intensifying despite growing calls for ceasefire. No ceasefire is wrapped in the pretty paper under the tree. No stockings are hung by the chimney with care because it too has been blown to rubble. And as I said two Sundays ago, the Lutheran Church in Bethlehem has canceled its Christmas celebrations this year. And this news has circled around the internet these past few weeks with a photo of their creche scene, a small doll wrapped in a kafaya amid a pile of mortal blasted cement and rubble. How can they preach and celebrate the good news of the Prince of Peace when churches that are housing displaced people are suddenly targets for incendiaries? And what of Isaiah's prophecy that the wolf and the lamb, the leopard and the kid, the calf and the lion will be led by a little child This afternoon, I shared an image on Facebook, I know you saw it, that featured an AI-generated, at least to my eyes, scene of Santa Claus standing with his red velvet and white fur coat and hat, and his chunky leather boots, his precious bag of presents getting its once-a-year trip around the world, Two stacks of presents wrapped in shiny paper with perfectly tied bows as he stares at just 50 yards off in the distance, four blown out buildings, ruins of what once, what once was, piles of rubble, debris, discards of lives that once lived in those buildings, now heaps on the ground. And across the top of this image reads, as if Santa asks, Où sont les enfants? Where are the children? He's arrived with every child's Christmas wish that's murmured in silence beneath the squeals of artillery and the blasts of rockets streaking across the sky day and night. And where are the children? Where especially is that child? 
the one we're all here to see, the Christ child, the Prince of Peace, in infant form, wrapped in bands of cloth and laid in a manger? Or is he now the one laid peacefully amid the rubble? Or laid to rest amid the rubble? But yet we came here tonight because we wanted to hear that good news of peace. The good news that unto us, unto you and you and you and me, is born this day in the city of David a savior who is the Messiah, the Lord. We come here because we want to let go of our fear. We want to replace our fear with peace that flows inward and outward and onward without barriers, without walls, without checkpoints, without rubble and dust and death. We come here tonight because we want to believe that peace is still possible, that ceasefire is possible, that calming the mournful wailing of mothers and brothers, cousins and strangers, friends and enemies is possible. We come here tonight because hope and joy and love still seem possible, even when the evening news doesn't think so. And so we should exclaim it. We should fight for it. We should give it every ounce of hell we can muster because that's what living a life of peace means. We should kick and scream and howl and wail and belt it out that the good news of the Prince of Peace is for you and you and you. And that means that the lame will dance the blind will see rainbows, the oppressed will be free because we can no longer stand by in silent horror as a forlorn Father Christmas weeps asking, où sont les enfants? Where are the children? We come here tonight because deep down within ourselves we believe in that good news of peace. We believe it. We crave it. We know it's the thing that the world needs. We know that we need to welcome peace and glad tidings along with all of the world. We know that peace is the one thing for which we need to shout and cry and moan. And maybe just for one night, just tonight, we whisper it. We let it grow out of silence. We let peace grow and morph. 
we let peace change us so that the world might know peace and let every child who clutches his blanket know that peace is for him. Amen.